What's going on? Happy Tuesday and happy uh, game one of the World Series Day, George. This is the That Being Said podcast, episode 663, and we are live now here on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. I'm one of your co-hosts here, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur, and we're coming at you live and direct. Uh, Sammy, the question, is baseball back? Um. It, uh, yes, I, I, they're playing I mean, baseball. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is it, it seems like every year during the playoffs, like it, get, it gets a lot better ratings, but in general, this off season has been, this uh, postseason has been really fun to watch and the baseball players are actually allowing themselves to celebrate bat flip, kind of get a lot of, uh, different celebrations that they usually wouldn't do, um, a lot of people have actually said, I forget who it was, maybe I think it was David Ortiz said on the broadcast, it was, um, this is very similar to what the uh, Winter Ball League is like in the Dominican Republic, where there's no fans really, or very limited fans, and players are very intense in celebrating. Yeah, um, man, what I say, baseball is baseball back? I mean... I don't think it ever went away. I think this year is just a little more ex. See, oh, there was fans in the Dodgers series, so that's one yeah. thing that I feel like I've heard that I've heard that. Um, what's it called? There's fans in the Dominican Winter League too, just a limited amount of fans. So it's that's what is the point there. Yeah, but I, but I, I I wouldn't say baseball's back. I mean, I I don't think it went away too much, anyways. Mm-hmm. But I I think at the same time, it's kind of unfortunately the third biggest sports in America now. And that's kind of just where it's going to be. I'm kind of, I'm going through some of the viewership records um, in history of baseball. And it's actually quite staggering, George, the, the amount that it used to be a hot sport compared to what it is now. There's um, a reason it's called America's pastime, right? Yeah. I mean, you go through the highs and lows from game ones here. I mean, 1978, 43 million, 2014, 12. Game two, 42 million, 1980. Last year, 11 million. Game three, like, I mean, if you just look these last few years, it's been pretty consistent. Last year actually had some really bad ratings, and that's probably because it was a cheating Houston Astros team. Well, and no one knew at the point that they were cheaters. I know, but nobody likes that. I feel like the Astros kind of been the team that's hated on for, in, yeah, for no, some reason anyways. Um, but yeah, the year before that had some decent views. I mean, you look at this. This was an awful ratings because it was L.A., Boston, and it probably would have had massive ratings if this wasn't a four-one series. If this went yeah, to a game we seven, can go back to the year before that. Uh, oh, right. no, sorry. yeah, it's it's twelve. There was a weird little dip there. It seems like it's kind of on the rise. From like two thousand twelve was really bad. I don't. It's it's weird though. Forty-five million viewers in nineteen seventy-eight. Can you tell who played that World Series? Can we scroll down and see that? Cause that's real. That's a huge Yankees number. Dodgers. Oh wow! Okay, there we go. <laughs> See, but no, that, that's what I'm saying about this series right here. You have um, the Boston Red Sox versus the LA Dodgers. They actually had some decent uh, viewership. Like they had a little higher than last year's in the following games. But it was a four-one series. If this went to a game seven, I'm I'm pretty sure we would have seen a pretty big number 
in the in the twenties of millions. I mean, you had forty million viewers in twenty sixteen for game on seven. seven because yeah. that was a Cleveland team that you know it's been years since the Cleveland. Team. I don't. That was that was right after the. Was that right after the? That is right after the um, Cavs won. Right. It would have kept your. Th- it would have been another percentage added to George's championship city theory. And uh, the Cubs, though, who haven't won in ages, I mean, these had some great ratings. So I wouldn't say baseball back is back in the sense that there actually has been a little bit of a dip compared to, let's say, 2016 in, in the recent years. But I will say that, which we'll get to because it's one of my questions, what to make, how to make baseball fun. I just think it depends on the teams that are playing in the World Series. And I think this year we have a, a good shot of seeing a fun World Series. Same here. So let's uh, uh, let's get to our questions, Ben, because I am interested to see what your um, theory is on how to make baseball fun. But I guess we're going to start with the first question. He gets the ball tonight. Sammy, will Clayton Kershaw get his redemption? I mean, yeah. I I, I think tonight, as you'll see by one of my bets, I'm going to uh, be betting the under. On the game, I can. I'll just say it now. It's not like some secret, you know, some magical secret thing to say. I'm betting the under because now the podcast. All right, we got Sammy's under. I'm gonna go under because I think the, I think Clayton Kershaw is gonna have a big game, Uh, and I know this is. I'm. It's not like a hot take. He's one of the best pitchers of all time in the regular season. He's had some bad postseason games, but I have a feeling we're. They're not going against a very experienced Rays team. The Rays' best player is a rookie in the World yeah. Series. They have. We do have a tweet later on that highlights how much more experience the Dodgers have. Yeah, and I mean the Dodgers. You got to remember, have been in three out of the four last four World Series. Last year was their only year off in the last four years, um, and I, I just foresee Clayton Kershaw coming in having a great game. Uh, he has the experience, and I just feel like sometimes the world has a way of fixing itself. I think the Dodgers are probably the better team here and they're finally going to get, maybe get their opportunity to win a world series. Otherwise they're going to be a little bit of a Buffalo bills esque, unfortunately for them. You know, know what's pretty crazy in in my opinion too, is I also with you, I think Clayton Kershaw is going to go out there today and throw a gem. I think it's time. I think he's due. Um, I know he's had his own ups and downs and, a lot of people talk about his, you know, playoff uh, failures, and he has had a lot of failures. But he's also had a lot of successes. But you got to feel for both Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. Whoever wins the World Series here also won a Stanley Cup or an NBA championship, so they're going to add to the, uh, you know, uh, multiple championships in one city thing. But it's kind of weird because all of them are in a bubble. Like the Dodgers haven't won since 1988 the World Series, and it would be just it just be sad if they don't get to do it in Dodger Stadium. The Lakers hadn't won since 2010 and didn't get to do it in the Staples Center. So it's just kind of like at times it's like, man, this is so cool. But like, I'm sure it'd be cooler for Dodger fans if they finally got this World Series off their back when uh, when they're at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I think that would be nice uh, in some sense there. But at the same time, we got to remember at the end of the day, uh, I mean, if, if you're looking at some of these games that have 20 million viewers, the stadium holds 50,000. At the end of the day, I don't think um, as unfortunate as it is that you didn't get to maybe catch a game, you're honestly only one of those lucky few human beings that were able to even 
have a chance to yeah, or an opportunity to attend the games. Yeah, that's very true as well. I that's a minority. That's a point zero zero one percent of people that can actually afford those those championship games. Um, and is the stadium going to be full for the World Series, or is it partial fans too? I mean, partial. I don't think it'd be illegal to have full anywhere, right? I don't think leagues no, would do that. Well, Florida has now uh, gave the go ahead for full. Yeah, but they haven't done it. <laughs> uh, I think the Dolphins were planning on doing it next week. I don't know. That's what I heard on their, after their bye week, but I might be wrong. So the point is, um, I'm I pretty sure just, it's going to be about thirty percent. Okay, that's still. But I mean, there's gonna it's gonna be weird, man. It's like it's a bunch of guys from Dallas, corporate guys. Like, who goes to these games? I mean, Tampa's a little bit of a far drive. LA is a far drive. It's right in the middle. Of, like, I mean, it is the most neutral site. But like, who's going to these games? Just a guy in Dallas. No, this this is where we see it differently. Once again, there's only the zero. There's only zero one percent. I'm just saying, who's going to these games? Is it people in Dallas? I'm telling you the answer. No, there's a zero one percent of people that can afford these games, and those same human beings are willing to pay for a flight to Texas to go catch games. I think I saw. I think I saw. Which I know people hate on this guy. I saw Clay Travis tweet it. Right. Bas- yeah. He basically said so. Basically, what's happening is you're telling those rich Dodger fans or rich Tampa Bay fans have to fly out to Texas and stay in a hotel to catch the game rather than driving to their local ballpark. And that's yeah. the truth. I mean, I, I still truly believe 80% of the fans at the games are going to either be people that were from that city originally that live in that area or yeah. people that have money and are able to fly out and go catch those games. And there's obviously as well as families. I mean, there, it's not going to be just this hoopla of like random fans. I think it's going to be, you know, if I was living in Dallas and I was a diehard Dodgers fan, like I'm paying money to go see that game. I don't think it's just going to be like, you know, Dak Prescott tuning in at the, <laughs> at, at the press um, box. You know, it, it, the tickets, I just looked them up on stub up here. They're 300 bucks to get in price today. Then you go up as the series goes, but the, one thing that's really cool is that the, in Dodger Stadium parking lot, they're doing a drive-in watch party. So it looks like yeah. it's going to be like a drive-in theater, and it's going to be like a bunch of fans in their cars watching the game. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's almost the same exact experience, to be honest. I know you're wa- yeah. not watching the game on the field, but it's kind of the same experience. Like it, the, the part of fans that are fun is that you're just around everybody more exactly. than anything. That, that's really um, the best part of it. Yeah, and, and I think – what you just said was very interesting, by the way, about the prices of the games. It kind of, it, it makes me continue to think even more. If tickets are only about $300 for some of these games, even if they go up to five or six, it's going to be people with money that love these teams. If I was, if the Seattle Mariners somehow were in the World Series this year, I would 100 and not even a doubt ounce, even if that means I had to go work like a second job for a month to just like save up some money. I would pay 300 bucks for a flight, 150 bucks for a hotel and buy a ticket for at least game one just to go check it out. And I'm sure there's other Seattle fans that would yeah, probably yeah, do the same. only 30,000 tickets, so there, there, that will happen. Yeah, so I, I think I don't think that's going to be random. There's going to be obviously that I think 20% of whatever is filled in the stadium, that'll be those random people that have money. In Dallas who like baseball go to the game. Yeah. Huh? So. There'll be guys in Dallas who just like yeah. baseball. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, I think there's going to be more of the fan base there than we suspect. You got to remember, too, Dallas is a very – a city that has a lot of people that live – are from different areas. And Texas in general, right? 
Houston. I mean, there's so many people probably in Houston that are from LA, right? Yeah. That make the drive. Uh, so it'd be interesting. But at the end of the day, I do think Dodgers, especially this game, I think Dodgers are taking it. I think Kershaw is going to, it's going to show out for once. Uh, I have I, a good I feeling. For some I have a good feeling you it too. I'm excited, man. I haven't been this excited for a playoff baseball game in a long time. I just, cause I feel like this is the time it's time. I want the Dodgers to win it all. Like I, I like the Rays. I like their story, um, but I really, I'm, I'm kind of feel for Dodger fans at this point. Yeah, I do too. I mean, like I've been rooting for the Dodgers. I think every World Series they've been in the last the mm-hmm. three out of four years, I was rooting for them against Houston, and I was rooting for them against Boston. Um, so it'd be nice to see them get one here. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I, I'm just as excited as all World Series, to be honest with you. I feel like every single year we always say like we feel more excited than we usually do, but uh, this series. Honestly, it's not the best one of the last couple of years. I mean, like Dodgers, Dodgers, Red Sox is a much better series. I thought Nationals, Astros last year is a much better series, in my opinion. I mean, just if you're looking at the cities, the players, some those those teams had a lot. It's very interesting because we have a stacked Dodgers team against a stacked Tampa Bay team, but it's a bunch of just stacked in a different way. In a different way, they're just balanced. It's it's a lot like the Moneyball at Oakland A's type of deal. Which is exactly. actually, which is almost more impressive than just being able to spend hella money. Exactly. <laughs> it's how the Mariners can make it if they make it one day. They will not. My will not. question is: Would you rather see the Astros play the Dodgers, or what would you have rather? And I know this, and even with the cheating stuff, like, would you have rather seen this like redemption story and seen the Astros lose in the World Series? Because of the cheating stuff, yes. I mean, I'd like fresh. Uh, teams in the World Series, so I don't have any problem with the Rays, but for the Dodgers to go out and beat the Astros who cheated their way to a championship against the Dodgers would be a really cool way to do it. Uh, and they hate each other. Kelly would have been throwing at people. Um, yeah, I wanted it so bad. <laughs> and I wanted it badly too, and I was rooting, I was actually rooting for the Astros, which kind of felt weird because I rooted against the Astros, but I was rooting for the Astros. So they can lose to the Dodgers and it's not going to happen, but yeah, would you? Yeah. Yeah. I think you kind of, yeah. I mean, like I hate the Astros. So like, yes, I would, I kind of wanted them to beat Tampa Bay in the sense that I, I wanted the Dodgers to beat them, like you said, but then again, part of me during that whole game seven was just like, I hope the last thing I wanted to see also is the Astros become the second team ever to come back from three Oh, and then with that momentum, we'd probably be the Dodgers. Yeah, that's a good point, too. It's like, oh, well, they came back. God, that would suck. And this goes to show, cheating or not, they're a very talented team to get this far. Yeah, and I mean, and I also wanted Jose Altuve to seem like a jackass because one thing he did say before the season was, "Don't we're going to be back in the World Series this year. You guys will see. Yeah. And hey, it was almost right. Close as you can get without getting there. But he's still a jackass, and he was still wrong. I mean, we make fun of players when they say, I'm going to win a championship this year, and they don't. We say, you're an idiot. So, I've heard you say it about James Harden many times. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I guess it's the same city, Houston. But sometimes I feel like baseball players really – like you can be the world's greatest baseball player like, and come through in every clutch moment and not win a World Series. Yeah, I mean, like, Mike, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. I can't make a playoff. Yeah, see, that is exactly the point there. He's not going to because the team's not set up right. 
Well, they have so much talent. Oh, that's a different story for a different day. My next question is, what makes this race organization so great? I don't even know if I have an answer to that because honestly, this is going to sound kind of messed up, but like nothing. It's just that they've found they're, – they're, they're honestly, it, it, I don't feel like it's a – I love the story, right? But like why – what makes them so great? We, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Tech. I mean, you look at, they have a extremely balanced team, right? So I think that's great. But at the same time, when's the last time we've just seen some great balanced team win in baseball outside of that doesn't have the, like, think about the last couple of world. The city Royal a few years back. Yeah. But they were almost, they almost even had, they had uh what's the name? Perez and. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're very good. But I no, guess I'm talking about well, just one sec. I'm saying there's never been a team like this. I think probably since Moneyball A's that like had no stars going into the season, right? Like Randy, uh, I can't even say his last name, but Randy, yeah. he is a rookie. I mean, during the playoffs, their best hitter for some part of the bit was Mike Zanino, one of the worst all-time batting average hitters in baseball, and like they have, they had like no. What makes them special, I guess, is their lack of specialty, right? They're just a team that like goes to work and they're all pretty pretty good and they win. And it's actually it's actually pretty awesome to see. But yeah. I don't know what makes them special or great. <laughs> I don't know about this team. I'm talking about the organization in general. I think this is their second or third World Series. They've had winning seasons year after year after year. They seem they fleece teams on trades. They always end up in the right part of the trade. They always end up getting the better end of the trade. Uh, they always buy low, sell high. I just think this organization is really well run, and it's like a it's a way a small market organization needs to run to win. It's you're not going to outspend the Yankees. You're not going to outspend the Red Sox. Um, I think the Seattle Mariners, who are not not really technically a small market, but are a small time team out in the Pacific Northwest, obviously, I think they should take a page out of this book and try to build the way the Rays are. And then we kind of are. I mean, we now have, you know, our minor league system is kind of coming through the race. We haven't signed a really big guy in a few years, but I think that's what makes the organization so great is that they know they're a small market. They don't pretend they're anything other than a small market team and they make frugal moves that are paying off in the long run. Um, yeah, just to add to it, they've made two World Series. This is their second. They made 08. They beat Boston, I believe, in 08 to go to the World Series and lost. Uh, but that was – so now they've been in existence for 22 years. I think they came to the MLB in 1998, and they've been in two World Series in 22 years, which is better than most organizations can say. Yeah, I mean, most organizations can't say that. I mean – there hasn't been a lot of organizations that have gone twice in the last 20 years. Right. So I think they're doing it right. Um, I guess what makes them great. You answered the question and now I can give you an answer is that they don't, uh, I hate, I don't, I don't like this phrase, but I don't know how else to say it, but it's like they stay in their lane, right? They're not doing what the Mariners did, like trying to go sign Robbins Cano for 240 million to sell tickets because they knew that, that that's not what's going to, get them wins, right? I think they're so folk. The beauty of what the Rays did, I guess, is also not give a shit that they have low attendance, not give a shit that they don't have these big name jerseys to sell. Because everyone knows that stadium, let's just share our screen here and just show everybody Tropicana Field, <laughs> right? I right. mean, George, 
if if you guys are watching on YouTube or on um on Periscope or Facebook here, I do want to mention this by the way. If you're listening to our podcast and you ever want to watch the episode when we show our tweets where we show, you know, everything here, we go live on youtube.com slash the sports on tap. So you can turn on alerts on there. We go live on the sports on tap on Periscope. If you just turn on alerts there, it's always retweeted onto that and on our Facebook slash the sports on tap. If you ever want to recap those videos, it'll either be on our website or on those pages. It'll be right on YouTube the minute we press end on this on this show. So you can always check it out here. We're checking out the Tropicana, Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay. I mean, George, this team has not cared about the glory, even though that one looks pretty cool. That one looks like, cool. Well, I, if I'm Tropicana, I'm pulling my sponsorship away. I mean, you're, nothing makes me want to drink orange juice less than looking at this stadium. Look at it. I know. Would you? Do you want? Do you feel like a nice glass of Tropicana orange juice when you see this no, stadium? At all. <laughs> And they, and they, I know that they, no. they're only showing pictures that have like decent attendance, but I mean, you've seen some of these games. Pictures too. Yeah, I mean, like these games are usually more empty than a Seattle Mariners game, I believe. I mean, do you know who has the worst attendance in baseball? Well, I'm gonna guess it's the Tampa Bay Rays. Is my guess. That's a lot my of trans. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I thought you pulled it. I, I, the reason I think that is a lot of transplants live there from New York. Maybe they go to watch your Yankees when the Yankees come or the Red Sox. A lot of people retire there. So, shockingly, they're second to last. Wow. At uh, average per game is at forty thousand, thirty thousand. Sorry. Highest season home totals by team. That's a weird way to uh, phrase it. Yeah, wait, I'm confused. Yeah, I just like it. Just was a weird. Um, and the Mariners should not be this high. I'm a little confused. <laughs> I, I think, oh, these are the records for most like attendance in a season. I think. Oh, for your team. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. But guess what? Their highest season ever is the second worst of all time. So yeah. my point was, what makes them special, George? According to your question, is what you said. Is I don't think they try to go for the glitz and the glory. I don't think they try to do the over-the-top thing. I don't think they try to go sign the free agent when they know it doesn't matter for them. They just say, let's find a way to win baseball, and that's why people there will keep their jobs. Um, yep. They also had Joe Madden when they made the first World Series, I think right. they probably, which means they've probably done a good job at hiring the right mm -hmm. people. Absolutely. My last question, George, and you said you wanted to hear my theory on this. I have no theory, but it's no. just a question. Um, is, I thought you had like a good idea or something. No, because, well, I mean, it's happening this year, I believe. But how can baseball make sure the World Series is fun to watch? Well, kind of like what we talked about earlier, like let the players. What was that campaign a couple of years ago that Major League Baseball had? Let like, the let kids the, play. Let the kids play. And that's it. Simple as that. Let them play. Let them be natural. Let them have fun. And I think fans will, in in general, be more inclined to watch when people are having fun. I think me and you will forever agree on this. Like one of the best moments in baseball history. I don't give a shit if it meant nothing. For some reason, watching that in the all-blue stadium in Toronto where Jose Batista hit that home run and chucked the bat and the crowd went insane – I don't care if that meant nothing. I don't care if Jose Batista means nothing or that home run meant nothing. 
for some reason to me, that was one of my favorite moments in baseball history watching live, I guess. Right. I mean, I could probably go find some other, and I'm talking playoffs. I'm not talking about like my hometown team. Like, yeah, I could probably pick something in the Mariners that I remember more. Probably can't pick many Seattle Mariners. Yeah, probably not. Like, remember when Ichiro got hit 200 in an empty stadium? <laughs> Great. Um, the, I just think it's fun when you see these, I don't know, you see these rivalries, people getting pissed at each other and Cody Bellinger hitting the, like walk, hitting that home run the other night and just, uh, staring down, like just the strut, you know, like that walk, that cocky, mm -hmm. like I just smash this out of the stadium walk that, um, I feel like most a lot of baseball purists hate, but the people that they want to love this game is people like us. So what you need is to make sure that there is the fun. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And last but not least, I would say it would have been a little, as much as I hate the, the Houston Astros, if there was the Astros Dodgers, it would have been a little more fun in the sense, like you said earlier, like Joe Kelly throwing some balls at some people. You, you would definitely have higher ratings too. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Houston, Houston versus LA. You know, not just that. Everyone hates Houston. Yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like, and that's why, you know what you're, you're talking about how, what makes the Rays great or what makes them special, yeah. whatever. I feel like people had an affinity for them and like kind of became a Rays fan last series because everyone hates the Astros. True. Very true. Like, all my friends were like, let's fucking go Rays. I was <laughs> to be completely honest because I want to see them play the Dodgers. Correct. But at the same time, you're t okay. You're, I know. That's right. I, I kind of felt the same way, but at the same time, you liked the Rays more. Of course, I like, like the Rays more. No, of course. And you I'm, know what I mean? You were like yeah. kind of like Mike Zanino, ex Mariners, like hitting home runs and getting interviewed. And I'm like, what the hell is this team? Uh, Mike Zanino, man. Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. That, that kind of pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Slight, slightly pissed me off. Um, George, let's get into our bets of the day um psych before we get into our bets of the day we're gonna do our one big question okay uh, what i missed and i'll mix my bet in the day with that how about that um my our big question is just what are your predictions for game one and what are your predictions for the whole series early predictions we could change them obviously later yeah i mean i'm not i i, I actually think that the I kind of feel like Tampa's going to win it all. I, I I think the Dodgers win game one, but I have this weird feeling, feeling that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win the World Series, and it's going to be another year of the Dodgers uh, not winning a World Series. And it's kind of funny. Um, you know, I talked about my theory of places win championships in bunches, but it's kind of funny because 2001, you know, Tom Brady came into New England, the Patriots won. Then all of a sudden, I, I think that same year, the Bruins won, and then throughout, it became the sports capital of the world. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. The Lightning win. Maybe the Rays win. And maybe becomes a Buccaneers town, and the Buccaneers are now also, and Tampa becomes the sports capital of the world. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's what's really interesting. Like you said, we have uh, Jack Donson here for, on YouTube saying he's from St. Petersburg, the home of the Rays. Um, he wanted the he wanted the Braves race. I feel like a lot of people like the Braves too, so I, I don't him. believe me on that. And it is interesting. I mean, Tampa Bay did they picked up Tom Brady this year, and and 
I mean, I'm even watching things like Colin Coward this morning. He has him as number one in his power rankings, right? Like, especially because mm-hmm. now Tom Brady, after that Rodgers win, they're starting to click. And then you have them winning the Stanley Cup. And now they're in the World Series. So it okay. is very yeah, interesting. In front of my quarterback rankings, I still had Brady, I think, seventh last week. And I think it makes sense. I'm not going to put him above Rodgers, but you can make a case he outplayed him in the quarterback rankings. And they maybe have a better team and a better coach. You never know. So, yeah. I mean, t- Tampa Bay is actually uh, is hot right now, but so is L.A. It's interesting. You have I the know. Dodgers and you have the Lakers who just won. Uh, and you have the uh, you have the um, L.A. Rams who are actually pretty good as well, who, uh, who, who could contend for a Super Bowl. So, I mean, we have a, there's a lot going on in both these cities. And uh, if Seattle is Super Bowl, do we count multiple championship cities since the storm one? I mean, yeah, that's how it works. Um, Did you forgive who you think's winning or like, was that thing you think Tampa Bay? Yeah, I'm picking the Rays, but I'm picking the Dodgers game one. I'm picking the Dodgers game one and I'm picking the Dodgers for the series. I think it's the Buffalo Bills, the only team we've ever seen, like lose three straight, uh, three straight championships. Mm. They didn't lose three straight. I know they lost. They didn't weren't in it last year, but they're the only team that we've seen like three out of four years in a stretch. I know Texas Rangers lost what twice, twice. in a row. Okay, that was with Dusty Baker as their manager, right? Who is now on the Astros? Yeah, he, Dusty Baker gets around. He also lost for on the Giants as well. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. You might have to like look through that. I don't know if I've we've seen that happen before. Yeah, I, it's hear me out. I'm I'm not. I'm not against the Rays winning. This is one of the first. I, I, I'm because I lived in LA for a little bit, whatever or Orange County. I kind of my second favorite team sort of became the Dodgers for a while um, mm-hmm. because I hate the Angels because they're in the Mariners division. But uh, I this year for some reason I wasn't as strongly rooting for the Dodgers. I actually really liked the Padres for some reason in the NL. It was just fun. fun. Yeah. Did anybody not like the Padres this year? Um, no, I don't think so. They had really good, like big bats. Like people love that shit. And like the brown jerseys are cool. So uh, at the end of the day, I wouldn't mind whoever wins this. Obviously, I'm I'm kind of like, I hate being that Mariners fan that roots for X players. So I kind of am rooting for Mike Zanino. I think it's funny more than anything. It's not even that I'm rooting for. Him. I just think it's funny. You know, a lot of people I feel like feel about that with Zanino. Like they want it to happen for him. And for us to just have more, I think as a Mariners fan, it's funny to see that. I, I think the misery is kind of funny at this point. Like, of course, look, Mike Zanino just hit a home run in the World Series. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah, wait until we see Mike Zanino hit a home run and then Chris Taylor lead off the next inning hitting a home run for the Dodgers. Yeah, and then you're going to feel it. Well, we have uh, the Fredo brother, Kyle Seager, and Cody Seager just going yeah. off. Corey Seager. Yeah, better better than the one that we have. I'm going with the Dodgers in seven, though. Um, but I'm going to be fine either way. I'm rooting for a seven-game series. I want ratings to be up. I want it to be a good series. Um, mm. So I'm just rooting for seven, George. Perfect. Same here. Um, really quick, let's get to our bets for today before we get into all our tweets. You guys got to stay tuned right now. We're going to get into all of our tweets that are, I'm assuming, all baseball-related. World yeah, series. it's like our first real, like, only baseball podcast. Yeah. So, with that said, George, I want you to do your bet first because it's not ba- – only one only thing about this entire podcast is not baseball-related. 
But yeah. before we do that, just make sure you guys, if you guys want to do any of these bets or follow us in our bets, you can go to betus.com and use promo code the sports on tap for a hundred and twenty five percent bonus. And that's one word, the sports on tap. Right, George? That's so correct. if I put a hundred bucks in, what do I get back? You get a hundred and twenty-five. What about if you put one hundred and seventeen dollars and thirty-six cents in? You take that number, times it by one point two five, and that's how much you get in free money. No, deposit it and figure it out later. No, I, you can just do the math. Just do the math. You never know. Maybe you won exactly a number to bet. Do the math. One point two five percent. So go put in money today. You get free money. It's betus b e t u s dot com and use the promo code the sports on tap. All one word. And speaking of the sports on tap, that's also where you can find us everywhere on social media, guys. So at the sports on tap or facebook.com slash the, uh, the sports on tap or YouTube slash the sports on tap everywhere. Find us at the sports on tap and the sports on tap.com. George and I have our little betting matchup month to month. Um, I'm going to stop mentioning, mentioning September because you know, we all know I won September. I just mentioned it really quick. And as of now, George is three and two. I'm two and three on the month. Um, and George, what is your bet for today? I got them. I'm, I'm betting some soccer. We got some Champions League soccer coming up. I'm going to be betting to the game starts in 15 minutes, actually. PSG, Manchester United, under three and a half goals. I like it. I'm going with an under as well, George. I'm taking the LA Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays under seven and a half. I think we're going to see like a three to two or a three to one game. I think two reasons. One, I think Kershaw is going to play well. Um, and then on top of that, I think there's going to, I think world series nerves kick in at some point. Yeah. And this is an empty stadium. What was that? And I, I'm with you. I think Dodgers win game one. In a low scoring matchup. I like that. Yeah. I think world series nerves kick in. There's actually fans there. Uh, both teams just got done playing like two days ago. Trout. Well, one of only one of them had to travel in, which was Tampa Bay. Right. Uh, or no. Yeah. Tampa Bay had to travel in from San Diego. Um, so I just think it's gonna be low scoring world series nerves and a good game by Clayton Kershaw. Um, but I'm interested to see maybe Randy, maybe Randy is Randy as a ruler. I can't even say his name has something else to say about it though. You never know. As a ruler, Lula, Lumanuna, RA. There you go. RA is a good one, right? Absolutely. Okay, George, I'm going to need one second here, but can you tell the people what we're doing? Yeah, we're doing our tweets of the day. Five tweets from Sammy, five tweets from me that we really like. Oh, great explanation. I like that. <laughs> They're tweets. We like them. And as you're pulling those up, we got a great question from Nate. Who should he bet on tonight? Tampa plus one and a half or Dodgers minus one and a half? Or should I take the under? Sammy loves the under tonight. I would go with the under. I think that's a safe bet. Nate, good question. Um, I'm yeah. I, I you just probably just missed our bet of the days. My bet of the day is Tamp is the Tampa Dodgers game under seven and a half. I think Kershaw has a good game. World Series nerves kick in, so I'd go with the under. I would. Um, and George, let's get it. Tweets of the day. Dun, dun, dun. Let's start. Let yeah, we're gonna go back and forth this time. We're gonna do one of mine, one of yours, one of mine, one of yours. You never do that. So yeah, I never go yours. I never go with a big name. I did this time. Derry Roval. Mine are like all big names because I like them. But go ahead. <laughs> um, he says twenty-eight point three million cost of a Tampa Bay Rays entire prorated salary this season. 
$32.3 million, costing prorated salaries of Clayton Korshaw, Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, and Kensley Jansen. Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes back to how I was bringing them up in kind of the money ball situation, right? Yeah. It's a lot like Oakland A's money ball, and I think it's fascinating to see a team that has rookies um, and has guys like Mike Zeno on the team and um, a bunch of other things like that, and then you got the super team on the other end. I mean, are the Dodgers anything less than what the typical super team is, is in sports? No, they're not. I mean, they got what the big five. <laughs> like, I mean, you they, like we said, they went to two out of three World Series and then added Mookie Betts. Yeah, exactly. Who's probably the second best player in baseball? <laughs> so uh, maybe even the first. Who knows? I don't think yeah. he is. I'm saying at least he gets to World Series. Yeah. Um, All right. This is you. This is me. If by David Rosenhall underscore the real D Rose, I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, if the Dodgers win the World Series, my future wife better be okay with having a framed picture of Clayton Kershaw holding up the trophy because I will bolt that thing so hard in the ball, the structural integrity of the house will depend on it. Well, hopefully for your future wife, they don't win. How come? This would be great. Clayton Kershaw deserves deserves a statue in all homes if he pitches well. Yeah, or maybe just a statue of him sitting with his head down on the dugout. Yeah, that that's coming up here soon. Foolish BB, which is foolish baseball. Wow, what a story! What an incredible story! Who would have thought a forty-three and seventeen team of Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Walker Buehler, and Clayton Kershaw would win the pennant? It's just a bunch of lovable losers. Inspirational. Nobody believed in them. Braves choke, by the way. Yeah, I mean, we're missing even like Justin Turner here and and, and freaking uh, <laughs> that. I mean, you could probably like lay off another what Jed Pete, what's his name, Peterson, yeah. um, Jock Peterson, uh, Chris Taylor. There, there's a lot of players on this damn team. Yeah, I just thought it was funny though. And yes, the Braves choked. <laughs> Did you know the minute that they got stuck in that pickle, you knew the game was over? Yeah, I know. Everyone knew that. Uh, um, butcher this name again. Randy Azarinas now has seven home runs this postseason, the most ever by a rookie. He trails only Barry Bonds, Carlos Beltran, steroids, and Nelson Cruz. Probably. Well, he did do steroids. You're right, but yeah, he got but he, positive suspension. <laughs> okay, but he he's been better post steroids. Yeah, I know. Or do you already with, been better? All with it. For the most ever in a single postseason. What was that? He's better at masking the tests. Yeah, I, no, he he's just. I think he's just. I don't know. The guy's just a different beast. He really is. What was October seventeenth? Was that Sunday? That was Sunday. No, that was Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Sorry. So did he tie yeah. it? I don't know. He didn't hit any home runs, did he? No, no, he didn't hit it. I don't think he yeah. hit a home run in game seven. No, not in game seven. So he but that is pretty amazing for a rookie, especially. Oh, definitely. That's ridiculous. I don't know where they find these guys. Mariners can't find one fucking player. This is yours. <laughs> World World Series experience by total World Series games played entering the 2020 World Series. The Dodgers roster has 123 games total. The Rays roster has two games, both by Charlie Morton. A pitcher, so <laughs> who played on the Astros? 
but it goes to show experience. Experience matters. Um, that's pretty crazy, actually. Dodgers have a shit ton of experience in the World Series. 123 total games. That's amazing. I mean, because I mean, I was thinking about. It. I was like, well, there's so many players, but even if you had 10 players playing seven games in the World Series, it's only 70, right? I like, know. they've this really shows that they've had multiple guys playing multiple World Series. But George, key fact here, they did lose all those World Series games. They did well. There's players on the Dodgers, so like Mookie Betts played on one, and he won one. Yeah, that's true. Um. We had to bring up the Kershaw picture, of course, like you just mentioned. Clayton Kershaw will start game one of the World Series, and Darius, I am Darius Alford, responded to that sports event with me hearing the news that Clayton Kershaw starts game one. For those listening, you know the picture. If you listen to this podcast, you know exactly the pose that Clayton Kershaw is sitting sitting in. I don't have to explain it to you. Yeah, but this is – it's honestly – at some point it's sad, dude. Like – he really, is, he really is a choker in the playoffs. And he's had some really good games, and then you'll choke. Yeah, and it's not about, like, the statistics. I know he's only gone from, like, a two-something year rate to a four. Four is not like – it's not right. like he's, like, you know, has the yips. But it's like he'll do these things where he pitches five straight great innings and give up back-to-back home runs to blow the game. And you're like, oh, I know. Well, it's gonna be tonight's gonna be everyone's gonna be on pins and needles. The tweets I will know. be ready. Everyone has it ready for when he, if he does fuck up. Yeah, I mean it's pretty crazy. All right. So Bob by Bob Dutton said Mike Zanino had a roller coaster ride in Seattle, but anyone who knew him here is happy that he's going to the World Series. Also, none of us reporter types were surprised to see he agreed to play spokesman after the Rays victory. He was always a accountable, win or lose. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's like after the victory, I mean, it's easier to be accountable. But the point is, um, great tweet. Wait, wait, why, this is your tweet, and you're like, yeah, well. <laughs> well, I just wanted to, see, I wanted to bring. I liked everything there except for the last part. It was also accountable when early when they won. Of course, he wants to be interviewed. Um, but yeah, he did have a roller coaster ride in Seattle, and a lot of people in Seattle are happy to see him play in the World Series. I, for one. I'm happy for him. I'm not happy to see him play in a World Series. I rather see us playing in a World Series. But am I happy for the man, Mike Zeno? No, yeah, I am. Uh, Julia down here also has a great response. Uh, how come no one recognizes the fact that Jingman Chao was part of the Mariners organization for almost five years? Which he was. He played on the Rainiers, never really got called up, and now he's a starter for the Rays as well in the World Series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good job, Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. I went with two tweets from the MLB just to kind of go off of what your favorite topic of like I swear your favorite topic of the year has been recently, which is the World Series, aka the battle for the 2020 City of Champions. Yeah, it, it's happening, man. Totally. You, after this year, it's 30 percent of the time since the year 2000 that a team won multiple, the city won multiple championships in the same year. And these ones are the one of, and this is one of the four major sports as well. Yeah, like it's the four major sports that one of them have won. So interesting how that could even happen, like for fucking for Tampa Bay. <laughs> I know, I know, for Tampa Bay out of all places. It's 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 so cool though. At the same time, 
Is this George, mine? this is yours. Yes. Uh, on accident. Was it one of these stats underneath? Yeah, it was. There it is. Last one. This one? Yeah. And this is kind okay. of close to why you think that the Dodgers <laughs> win. Thanks. Yeah, on accident. <laughs> and the Dodgers strengths, Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, Max Muncy, and anyone behind the one and four guys listed here, including Cody Bellinger. They have the pedigree, experience, Pedro Baez, Kenley Jensen, and the poor future Hall of Famer inductee, Clayton Kershaw. I like the report. No real holes. Can we leave Clayton Kershaw alone? <laughs> I know. You can't even say like Clayton Kershaw and say something nice. Like, oh, the poor Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Like, first of all, he makes like $30 million a year. Don't feel bad for him. Number one. Number two, uh, he could pitch a gem tonight and everyone's going to be like, okay, we overreacted. Exactly. No, I agree with that. Um, last but not least, George, I just wanted to give you some misery and pain. As much as a, you know, you, I do love you and you're my older brother. And, you know, they do say we're the best brothers in sports. You know that, right, George? Um, of course I do. But <laughs> I wanted to give us some misery as Seattle Mariners fans, as, as mm. kids born and raised. Well, you were born in Syria, but basically we were all raised in, 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 uh, in Seattle. And since 2001, George, the last time the Mariners made the playoffs, 20 out of the 30 MLB teams have played in the World Series. That's 20 cool. out of 30. Well, I wonder who hasn't. Let's click well, American and see. We, it's Seattle. a lot more in the American League. <laughs> Seattle, Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I could rattle some off pretty quickly right here. I think Seattle, Baltimore. Um, okay, We'll just go by the divisions. Oakland hasn't. That's so three. weird. Oakland hasn't, even though they've been in the playoffs, I feel like, every year. Yeah, who else? Uh, White Sox made it. Who else is in that division? Detroit, White Sox, Cleveland. Detroit, Cleveland, they all made it. In the East, There's one more. The Blue Jays haven't made it. Blue Jays. So that's four. And then the rest there's is There's one more in that. There's there's no, there's one more in that division. Yeah, the I said Detroit division. On the Detroit division. Hey, who's Detroit that fourth team? Haven't made it. There you go. There's already five. Uh, this is gonna be a little yeah. harder here. Yeah, this this is I don't this this well, exercise I, is not great, but haven't made it. and the Braves, the Braves haven't made it, so we only have three teams left. The Pirates haven't made it. We only have two teams left. Oof, this is where it gets hard. Who's in the East? The Mets, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds, and the Milwaukee Brewers. In division. There you go. Those are the teams that have not made a World Series since 2001. Fuck, but if you think about it, the Twins, like, have had some success, like making playoffs. Atlanta just has had some success. Milwaukee has. The Reds have been in the playoffs. San Diego just had success. Seattle's the only team, well, obviously, the only team that hasn't made the playoffs since then. That's pretty pathetic. Honestly, it's like sometimes I say when I say it out loud, I don't realize how fucking shitty it is. Yeah, I mean, like everybody else, uh, like at least made the playoffs. Like, forget yeah, this stat. Since I'll give you another stat, George. Since 2001, 30, 29 out of 30 MLB teams have made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the one is not the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. And we're not going to make it next year, probably either. No, it'll be another year or two. It is pretty crappy. I feel, as I, I saw my buddy Austin Lee's response right there under that tweet saying, I feel attacked. 
That's how I, I feel, feel attacked. All right, George. Happy World Series Tuesday. Game and one. Happy Kershaw Day. And in Champions League for all you soccer hooligans out there. God bless you all. Have fun watching soccer. I'm gonna be watching the World Series. Well, and, we can uh, well because soccer's like right now in the World Series at night. So yeah, I'm refusing as of right now in my life, in this part of my life, in this juncture of my life, I'm refusing. Give me another year. There it's is, a, huh? It's like now I'm gonna have to add hockey to the mix with this. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm it's not like, adding soccer to the mix right now. Like, it's like, man, how much more shit can I add? That's what I'm wondering. George, they call us the best brothers in sports. They can also go to betus.com, betus.com, and use the promo code the sports on tap. Do that today to get your bets in. Give us a follow, a like. What else should they what else should they do? Tell a couple friends about this podcast. It'd be really helpful. Just be like, hey man, I was listening to these two brothers in sports and they're fucking dope. They're the best in sports. <laughs> they're the best. It's close. I don't know. The Manning brothers are pretty close, but we don't have as many Super Bowls, but fuck them. We're better shooters than the Curry brothers. So That's very possible. Very. We're both, be- we're both better shooters than Seth. Seth man, maybe, Seth not, has- maybe not Steph. <laughs> better than Seth. Seth. Seth has a higher career three-point percentage than Steph. Okay, then fuck it. We're both better than Steph Curry. There you go. All right, there you go. Seth- we-, we can't compete with Seth. <laughs> not with Seth. I saw Much someone. Love. I saw someone on um, Instagram, and I forget who she was. She's my friend, like an actual like person I know. And she had like a picture, and I think somewhere in Mexico. I think it was in Cabo. I can't remember who it was. It was a picture of Seth Curry at, in the same resort as them, and it said, "Oh, I just saw Steph Steph Curry's brother," <laughs> and tagged That's Steph Curry. And it's like, dude, this guy's in the NBA too. <laughs> I would hate that shit so much. Yeah, like, leave me. Come on, like, I'm pretty famous as well. Fuck off. <laughs> I, well, I just saw Steph Curry's brother and at Steph Curry. Like, he's probably like, uh, he's like, great. I saw I saw him last week too. Thanks. Oh, you saw my brother. <laughs> Shocking. Much love. Happy Tuesday. Enjoy the World Series, y'all. And uh, the cost of best brothers in sports, and they also call this the sports on tap, George. And it's also sports radio. Redefined. Peace. Thanks for everybody for tuning in.